back at it again. Welcome back to Headlight Headlines, your daily automotive news podcast. And today, we've got a lot of stuff to cover. But before we get started, make sure to check us out on Twitter at HLightHLines and on TikTok and Instagram at Headlight Headlines. Today is January the 11th. It is Wednesday, I believe. I'm not really sure. But we've got a bunch of stories today to cover. Some good ones, some fun ones. And we're going to get started here with an announcement about the new Corvette E-Ray. So obviously, uh, the C8 Corvette, one of the most hyped cars of the past few years, came out in 2020. And they have officially announced the reveal date for the 2024 Corvette E-Ray to be next week, January 17th, next Tuesday. And I'm super excited because we've never seen a Corvette with a hybrid system, an all-wheel drive hybrid system, and I'm very interested to see how that plays out with this vehicle layout, because the C8 Corvette is mid-engine, and so having it as hybrid, there haven't been a ton of mid-engine hybrid cars. There are a few. Um, some older supercar-ish cars um, have been hybrids. But I'm very interested to see what all comes with this. This really just talks about how the announcement is going to be next week. And I'm excited that it's coming so soon so that we can discuss it next week when it comes out. But just letting you all know, we will be covering this next week for the new Corvette E-Ray. Love the naming scheme. Very on-brand for them. Very nice. Next up, we got a... This may not seem that important to you off the top, but I think it's very important because Lexus has kind of just been putting this off and putting this off and putting this off, and it's 2023, and this should have happened literally like 10 years ago. So they have updated the infotainment system in the RC models. So the RC300, RC350, RCF, which is the high-performance coupe. This right here is the 300. Um, they are replacing the infotainment with a touchscreen, which is crazy to think that there was a car in 2022 that didn't have a touchscreen. So I wish there was a picture of... The old one. Because the new one is touchscreen and the old one wasn't. Okay, this will work. So in the RCF, let me see if I can bring this over. Maybe. I'm not very prepared as you can see. So here we have the old RCF interior, and this knob right here does not control the touchscreen. This little trackpad thing right here is what controls it, and it was not touchscreen. You can see they made improvements to the screen. Here's the 2019, but it still is controlled by that. And finally, it is 2023 now. We will finally get the touchscreen Apple CarPlay right here. 
amazing. 8-inch screen standard. You can get a 10.3-inch screen optional. Um, it is insane to me that this never had touchscreen until now. They're also adding a new appearance package with some new wheels. Two-tone color scheme. Yeah, black roof. Woo, we'll talk about that later, too. Black roofs, here to stay. I like it. I love this car. I think these Lexus models are some of the most underrated cars on the market. And they will be. That 2015 RCF interior we looked at, 2015 RCF, is going to be one of the best cars to buy here soon. It already kind of is. V8. Um, Coupe, very nice, reliable. I love it. But yeah, thank goodness. Finally, touchscreen 2023. Let's go. Next up, this one is a pretty cool article. So, Goodyear has a new sustainable tire. It's made of 90% sustainable materials, which is insane. That's crazy. Um, and it's made from rice, soy, and pine, which is cr like. Yeah, it says here, soybean oil, rice husks, and pine resin in place of standard components, which is insane. They're going to bring a 70% sustainable material tire to the market this year, and then they're going to bring this 90% one later once they figure out all the quirks and everything about it and get it worked out. They have a goal of getting the 100% sustainable tire by 2030. I think they'll be able to do that even before 2030 because... They've already got it 90% of the way, and it's 2023. I think in seven years they can get that. It looks pretty cool, too. I mean, tread looks normal. It's got these cool logos on it. Cool little, like, it looks like leaves almost. How the leaves have the veins in them like that. Better future marking. I like it. I think it's cool. I'd buy it as long as they're good tires. Next up. This one is pretty controversial, so hit us up on Twitter, on Instagram. Let us know what your thoughts are about this. So the National Highway Traffic Safety Association, they're thinking Elon, they're, they might be mad at Elon if he just does something about that he's talking about. So as you know, Teslas and a lot of other autonomous driving cars cars that have like the autopilot or whatever because they all have a different name for it um they require you to still be like paying attention attentive to what's going on in your surroundings you still have to touch the wheel in some cars you still have to like have your eyes on the road in some that have like the face tracking software um, so in Tesla's, you have to like grab the steering wheel every, or your yoke, I guess, steering yoke every so often. And Elon is saying that this can be taken away, how it, they call it a nag in this, how it nags you to grab the steering wheel every now and then. Elon said on Twitter, agreed, there's an update coming, oh, oh, update coming in January, um, which he's saying users with 10,000 miles should be given the option to turn off the steering wheel nag. And then he said, agreed, update coming in January to that tweet, which is crazy. That's, that's really bad for safety. 
in my opinion, I think that's a terrible decision. You can disagree with me. I know it is annoying, but like safety wise, I don't think Tesla as a company should do that. That has way too much risk for them. Let me know what you think about that. If they should keep the nag, remove the nag, give me your nag thoughts. Let me know. <laughs> this one is pretty goofy. I'll be completely honest. So the Prius, the new Prius is wild. We haven't talked about it on here really. Um, but it looks crazy. It looks like a Corolla kind of, but a little different. I like it. I think it looks cool. It looks futuristic. Is, um, But this article is all about these wheels. So like everybody knows that Tesla has those like hubcaps on their wheels that make it more aerodynamic and stuff, which is fine. People take them off. People leave them on whatever. People put them on other cars. Very odd. But these are the new Prius wheels and they're going for that same thing where it makes it more aerodynamic. And that's why they have them on there. And like, I think they're okay. Hubcap wheels never are like look good. But like for a hubcap wheel, I think it's pretty decent. Um, I love this blue color. I like how this Prius looks like this looks pretty good right here. Kind of reminds me of a Scion TC, I can't lie, but with a Corolla front end, like the new Corolla. The new Prius is really cool. It starts at 28000 which is not bad. These are the regular wheels that you can get on it, not the other ones, which they're okay. They're decent. These are goofy. I like them, though. They look like some video game car wheels or something. <laughs> Next up, we're talking about paint trends in the car industry. Obviously, there's a lot of different paint options that have been around for a while. Um, they talk here about Nardo Gray, the Audi color that everyone's been copying forever. Matte colors have been around for a while, wrapping cars. Um, color shift with the Nissan's Midnight Purple, which is not this one. Um, and the... Ford Cobra from the early 2000s. I forget what it's called. Those paint trends are wild. And I like them a lot, the color shift. But So we talked a little bit earlier on the one car. We were discussing the Lexus RC cars. How they have the two-tone roof. Where the roof is a different color than the rest of the car. I think that is here to stay. That will be very prevalent for the next 10 years or so. With having a black roof. Some cars, like the Chevy Trailblazer, I know you can get it with a white roof. I think that might come up, too. Um, this video is distracting me. Obviously, wraps are going to still be popular. We might have a new wrap trend. Matte wraps were the thing for a while. I hate matte colors on cars. Nardo Gray. I think blue will be the next color. I don't know what shade of blue. But, like, Audi Nagaro blue is a big color. So, like, a blue between that and, like, a deep dark blue, I think, will be the next color. Color shifting, I think, will decrease in the next 10 years. It's very expensive to make paint like this. 
and like it's cool. It's kind of cool. Like it, but the, like a regular color just looks so clean. Like the gloss, I think gloss paint is going to be crazy. And like the finishes that are going to be on the new cars are going to be insane. I love paint. I love Nardo Gray. I love Nagaro Blue. I think I like the fresh paint on cars. Amazing. Amazing. All right. And then lastly, we got a fun one. The worst cars of the 2010s. 2010s are over. They've been over for a while. But we're going to look at them because it's starting a new year. Ford Echo Sport. This car is terrible. It's so small. They're trying to make it look cool here with some off-road tires. <laughs> I haven't seen one in a while. But every time I see them, I notice it because it's so much smaller. Tesla Model S, yeah, overpriced. Cross Tour, I remember when I was a kid, I saw these cars, and like when I was like 12, and I would see these cars, I'd be like so confused what they are, I figured out what it was, and so I like people in my neighborhood had one, but they're literally just nothing crazy. It's like a lifted Accord with a different trunk. Lexus HS, this was their, um, yeah, you everyone's forgetting about this. It looks terrible. It just looks like a Camry, but thicker. And, yeah. I haven't seen one. This fourth gen Pathfinder. So my first car was a second gen Pathfinder. It was a 2003. I love it. My sister still drives it. This one is terrible. The Bubble Pathfinder. The new one is decent. But this one is so bad. Front wheel drive. CVT. No 4x4. Well, it had 4x4, but it wasn't like 4x4. Mitsubishi Mirage. Just a small commuter car. Ford Focus 3rd Gen. Some people... Well, not the ST or the RS. Just a base model. Yeah. Pretty, pretty bland. The Ghibli, it was just so bad. So terrible, like not reliable at all. The 4C, I love the 4C. I don't know why it's on here. It's not a terrible car. It is really cool. It is automatic only, which sucks. I remember playing Need for Speed when I was younger. And that was when this car was still a concept. And it was in the game. And it was fire. It was amazing. I loved it. I think they're cool. I like Alfa Romeos. I think they're underrated. CRZ, another one of my favorite cars. You can get it with a manual, five-speed or six-speed. I don't remember. And they get like 40 miles per gallon just about. These door handles on here break all the time, and people always can't get in their car. and They have to climb through the trunk, which is terrible. I love this car. And... I think it'll gain more relevance here in the future. Cybertruck. Oh, yeah. When's that coming out? Dodge Dart. Terrible car. Buick Encore. So these Chevy tracks. This car, fire. With the with the uh, convertible top. Underrated. Um, but that's it. That's all I got for y'all today. Be sure to check us out on the socials and have a great day.
and I'll see you in the next one.